is possible to become free from debt, financial worry, your boss, and your zip code. You can start living a life you love, but first, you need to find your freedom. Using financial independence and lifestyle design principles, you can create the life of your dreams now. There are many paths to freedom, and that is what this podcast is all about. My name is Becky from 20free.co, and I am the host of the Find Your Freedom podcast. Have you ever wished that you could take an adult gap year, just blow off your job and travel somewhere for an extended period of time, or even have a staycation where you can actually enjoy your home and your family without the constant demands of work? That is what a mini retirement can do for you. What is a mini retirement? Some call it a career break, some call it a sabbatical, but whatever you call it, you're taking an intentional and extended period of time away from work. A mini retirement is not just a vacation or a string of days off. A mini retirement is a great opportunity to relax, refresh, try things that you've always wanted to, go to new places, and spend quality time with the people you love. But more than that, a mini retirement is an opportunity to reflect on your life, your career, and your path to decide if you want to go in a new direction. Some people plan to take just one mini retirement when they're sick of their job and ready for a break, or looking to switch the direction their career is going. Others plan a series of mini retirements, where they work for a few years and then take a mini retirement, and then repeat that process until full retirement. This way, they get to enjoy the freedom of retirement in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, instead of just waiting until their 60s to do the things that they've always wanted to do. At the same time, they're able to create a career and do meaningful and important work. It's really all about balance. It's a good idea to have a strategic plan for getting back to work after your mini retirement. However, you might learn some things about yourself, your financial situation, or your lifestyle that change those plans that you've made before the retirement started. Since it's a mini retirement and not a full-blown escape from the workforce, you likely don't have the financial capacity to extend your mini retirement into a full retirement. However, when we're planning our re-entry into the workforce before the mini-retirement, we may be limited by our current circumstances and environment. It can be easy to assume that returning to a corporate 9-to-5 is necessary after your mini-retirement if that's how you've always worked. You might learn that you could use your skills to make money part-time, seasonally, remotely, or on a contract basis. With that knowledge, you might be able to return to work in an entirely different capacity than you left it at the start of your mini-retirement. That is why I recommend that you have a return-to-work backup plan. This is the plan for if everything fails, you spend all of your money, and you have to cut your mini-retirement short. It also works if you love your job and your field and know you'd like to return when you're done with your mini-retirement. Know what field or job you could go back to in order to pay your bills. Write down a few contacts and people in your network that you could reach out to in order to find a position. Let those people know that you're taking a career break, but you might be looking for a new position in a certain time frame. Then, keep an open mind during your mini-retirement. 
consider alternative ways of making money and see if new partnerships or opportunities present themselves. If something does come up, you'll have the time and freedom to jump on it. If not, you always have your plan B. Isn't a mini retirement going to ruin your career? Short answer, no. All of the people I've talked to who have taken career breaks say that their break did not ruin their career. They've addressed it on their resumes, talked about their experiences in their interviews, which have made most interviewers simply intrigued and jealous, and found their way into new jobs and sometimes even new careers. You don't even have to quit your job to take a mini retirement. Some companies have sabbatical policies that allow you to take an extended time off from work, which is sometimes even paid time off. Or you could negotiate unpaid time off, like Marjoline from Radical Fire. Learn how Marjoline has planned two mini retirements in episode 42. Another option is to take a leave of absence, where your employer agrees to hold your job open for you if you choose to come back. Emily Lowry from Rethink the Rat Race took a six-month leave of absence before turning in her resignation for early retirement, which you can learn more about in episode 10. Lauren Keyes from Trip of a Lifestyle used two mini-retirements as forced job-hopping opportunities, which helped her be better compensated for skills that she had learned at her previous job and find a workplace with a better culture and benefits. Additionally, when she came back from her mini-retirements, she felt more refreshed and motivated to do great work. Find out more about Lauren's mini-retirements and re-entry into the workforce in episode 44. In modern times, people job hop all the time. People also change careers several times over the course of their lives. You may have special considerations for how you're going to maintain certifications or professional memberships while you're taking your mini retirement, depending on your field. But don't consider a mini retirement a death kiss to your career. If anything, you'll return to work refreshed and even more motivated than you were before you left. Is a mini retirement possible for you? I'm willing to bet right now that you could be thinking that this sounds great, but it's not possible for you. The doubt and fear might be creeping in and saying, don't even think about that. Other people might do this, but not you. Stay in your safe job and keep getting that paycheck. Here's the thing. Your brain wants to keep you safe. It doesn't want you to take risks and potentially get hurt or lose things like money, status, or career. That makes it untrustworthy when you're thinking about making a major life change, trying something new, or changing your status quo by taking a mini retirement. You'll see these objections coming up in your mind whenever you consider doing something like retiring early, quitting your job, or going freelance. I know because I've heard them all from my own brain when I was preparing to quit my job earlier this year. I discuss all of that in episode 9. Consider your current situation. If you're young, single, and in a good financial situation with little to no debt and plenty of savings and investments, taking a mini-retirement isn't that far-fetched of a thing to do. There will be more planning involved if you have a family, need to get your finances in order, or have a ton of other obligations, but it's still possible. Some people with kids take many retirements one at a time, while the other spouse still works. There are also families that travel the world together. No matter your situation, there is someone out there in a similar situation that has proved taking a mini retirement is possible. 
My point here is that a mini retirement is possible for everyone with the proper amount of planning and preparation. In a moment, we'll dive into how to plan and prepare for a mini retirement. Before we get to that, I want to tell you a little bit about my own mini retirement plans. My partner Austin and I are taking a mini retirement in 2021. This year, we've been converting a 2010 Sprinter cargo van into a custom tiny house on wheels. When we're done building, we plan to hit the road for 12 months to travel to all of the states and national parks in the lower 48 United States. We'll be living that Instagram van life, and yes, I'll be sharing photos and updates on our new van-focused Instagram page, at LifePothesis. We decided now was the time to do this build and journey because all of our international travel plans have been put on hold indefinitely due to coronavirus. We've also always wanted to live in a tiny house and originally planned to build a more permanent tiny house on wheels this year. However, with international travel no longer an option, we figured we could still live in a tiny house and travel domestically with a camper van. Austin and I have traveled solo to several places around the U.S., but it was usually for work, so we didn't have the time we wanted to enjoy these locations. Most areas we visited were cities, and we want the opportunity to see the beautiful natural landscapes as well. We're looking forward to traveling together, which is something that always makes our travel experiences even better. Why now? This year was a good time to take a career break for both of us. I left my job in January to start my own business, which is location independent. During our mini retirement, I plan to take at least a few months off from business activities to really relax and take a break, which I haven't done for longer than a few weeks since I started working at the age of 14. Austin will be switching to contract work, which will give him the flexibility to work or not work whenever he wants. We also reached COSFI in February 2020, right before the coronavirus-related stock market volatility happened. COSFI means that we've invested enough money that it will grow to meet our financial independence number at a standard retirement age, which for us is 59 and a half. We chose that age because that is when we would be legally able to access our tax-deferred retirement funds. This means we now only need to cover our cost of living with active income between now at age 27 and when we plan to utilize our retirement savings at 59 and a half. For the next 32 years, we only have to earn as much as we spend, and our spending is quite low. You can find your COSFI number using the COSFI calculator in the show notes at 20free.co slash episode 43. Even during full-time travel, which will increase our costs a bit due to fuel costs and activities, we estimate our budget to be around $2,300 monthly for two people living in a van on the road. Since we have low expenses and we don't need to make extra money to invest for retirement, we can afford to take time off and live off of our savings. We can also start to work part-time, seasonal, or contract positions that only pay a couple hundred dollars a week. This gives us so much more flexibility with what kind of work we can do, how much we have to work, and how much time we can take off each year. Additionally, if we create passive income to generate our living expenses, we can essentially retire early. If we earn more than we need for living expenses, we can continue to contribute to our retirement funds and move our retirement date closer. 
the three P's of a mini retirement. Strategically, how can you make a mini retirement happen? There are three P's to taking a mini retirement. Purpose, planning, and preparation. You have to decide on the purpose of your mini retirement, plan how you will afford it financially, and prepare for travel and time off. I'll discuss these in detail and provide a case study of my own personal mini retirement planning to give you a real-world example of how to make it work. Purpose. The first action step is planning what you'll be doing during your mini retirement. Having a purpose behind your time off, instead of just using it as an escape from work, will make it more memorable and fulfilling. One of my favorite sayings is, retire to something, not from something. I'm not saying you need to use your mini retirement to shift from one type of work to another, just that you should have an idea of what you'll spend your newfound time wealth on besides not working. Some people plan mini retirements specifically because they want to pursue something they don't have time to do with a nine to five workday. Other people plan mini retirements to see what life could be like without 40 to 60 hours of work and commuting per week. Another great use of a mini retirement is to test out your ideal lifestyle and see what it looks like in practice. Rather than waiting until full-on retirement to see if the life you've been dreaming about works, you can test and tweak much sooner. You may even find that your mini retirement opens up a whole new life direction or career path. Here are some ideas for what to do during a mini retirement. Travel. Have you always wanted to travel but never had the time to dive into cultures or destinations during your short weekends off or 10 days of vacation from your employer? Now is the perfect time to do longer-term travel. You can even use this time to see if living in a different place is right for you. Or you can test out an alternative lifestyle, such as RVing or sailing around the world. Volunteer if you felt the pull to spend your time serving a cause that matters to you, but never felt like you had enough time to give, a mini retirement is perfect for volunteering. You can connect with a local organization or go on an international aid trip. There are programs such as Worldwide Opportunities on Organic Farms, WOOF, where you volunteer to work on a farm in exchange for housing and food. Learn something. Another thing you can dedicate your newfound time to is learning a skill, such as diving deeper into a hobby or learning a new language. Perhaps you always wanted to be a writer, but never had the time with your day job. Maybe you could start writing a blog, short stories, or a travel journal. Or you want to work on your photography skills, so in early retirement, you spend time getting outside with your camera. If you'd like to learn a language, immersion in the place that speaks the language could be a wonderful way to learn. Or you could take classes where you get to practice in person with other students. Go back to school. A mini retirement could be an awesome opportunity to go back to school and get a new degree or certification. Whether you're building on your past career or going in an entirely new direction, this will benefit you after your mini retirement is over. Maybe you could attend school abroad to also get a travel experience. Often, you can use a college program to get a working visa in different countries so you can stay longer. This is what Michelle, who is from Australia, did to get a working visa in the United States, travel to 20 plus states, and live there for a year. 
listen to Michelle's story in episode 6. Spend time with loved ones. A great benefit of a mini-retirement is that you have more time to spend with the people you love. Maybe during your travels, you plan to go visit your far-flung friends and relatives. Or you'll invite them to come travel with you for a while. Or the whole point of your trip is to spend more time with your spouse and kids and create lifelong memories with them. Case study. During our mini-retirement, we will be doing a little bit of each of these things. We are traveling domestically in the United States by van, which is a wonderful opportunity to see our friends and family who live far and wide. I'll be traveling with my partner, so we'll be spending a lot of quality time together as well. I plan to work on my photography skills, a passion I haven't seriously developed since high school. We also have some ideas of how we want to volunteer our time along the way. Knowing what you'll be doing in mini-retirement helps you plan the other logistics, including how much money you need to save and what travel preparations you need to make. Financial planning. Next, you need to figure out how you're going to fund your mini-retirement. It's common to save money to cover your expenses for the period of time that you expect to travel. Another option is to develop passive income that can cover your expenses while you travel. Estimate your expenses. First, you have to know how much your expenses are and estimate what they will be while you travel. You can do this by creating a spending plan and tracking your expenses. I discussed how to create a spending plan in episode 31. Keep in mind that you won't be paying vacation costs for the mini retirement. Longer term travel allows you to live like a local instead of paying like a tourist and that can save you tons. You could choose cheaper accommodations and get better rates, and even buy and then sell items instead of renting them to save money. Lauren and Steven from Trip of Lifestyle took a six-month honeymoon to Hawaii that cost less per month than most people spend per week on vacation in Hawaii. They did this by leasing an apartment for six months instead of paying for hotels, and buying a car and then selling it at the end of their trip instead of paying rental car costs. Listen to their story in episode 44, where Lauren shares how they completed their trip without spending any of their savings. Lower your expenses. Look at your recent credit card statements to see what recurring or subscription payments you can cancel while you're traveling. Make sure you have online payment options for everything else. I'd highly recommend automating your finances as this makes everything a lot easier, especially while you're traveling. Check out episode 35 for a full guide to automating your finances. Saving for a mini retirement. Say you want to take a one-year mini retirement, and your expenses are usually $20,000 a year. That means you'll have to plan ahead to save this money. If you work for five years before your mini retirement, that means saving just $4,000 a year, or $333 a month, or $76 a week. Remember that you'll also have to save for your long-term retirement in addition to your shorter-term mini-retirements. If you're working fewer years before your retirement, you'll have to save more aggressively or take a shorter and less expensive mini-retirement. If you're working more, you could save more money and take a longer mini-retirement. Do you already have money saved? Great! Figure out how long of a runway this money gives you to live without income. I share how to calculate your money runway in episode 11. In that episode, I also share tips for financially preparing to quit your job. 
Creating passive income to fund your travel or reduce costs. You can leverage what you already own to create passive income to fund your mini retirement. Since you're only taking a short break from work, you might not want to sell everything you own to travel the world forever, and you might still want to hang on to your house and your car. To make money on these while you're away, you could rent out your car to other travelers on Turo and rent out your house or sublet your apartment to a long-term renter or to short-term renters on Airbnb. This can help cover the costs of keeping these items, such as the mortgage and insurance, while you're away. You could also create passive income by having a business that pays each month without a large time investment, such as ebook sales or blog affiliate links. Or you could create passive income from investments like renting out real estate or getting dividends from stocks. Earn money by selling stuff. Alternatively, you could use this mini retirement as an opportunity to minimalize. Instead of throwing stuff in storage to clean your house up for renters, why not sell it and use the funds to afford your time off? Or go even further and sell your house and car before you leave and use the funds to afford your mini retirement. This will also eliminate unnecessary expenses like insurance and utilities that you wouldn't be using anyway while you're traveling. Case study. When we decided to take a mini retirement, we knew it was a great opportunity for us to downsize and become more minimal with our possessions. We don't own a home, but we both own cars. So we decided we would sell my partner's car, which still has quite a bit of value, so that we didn't have an extra insurance payment for something that we weren't using. Then we could use the cash from that sale to fund our travel. We decided to keep my car, which is 16 years old and worth no more than scrap value, and we'll probably deregister and store it to save money on the insurance costs. Because it's not worth much and would cost more to replace it at the end of our trip than to store it during our trip, we figured this was the smartest financial decision. We also decided to sell many items that we don't use often or can't use on our trip. We estimate that we can earn approximately $1,000 by selling things in online marketplaces like OfferUp, Craigslist, or eBay. That's just the icing on the cake of the money that we've saved for this trip. Originally, we were saving to build a tiny house this year, and once we decided that we wanted to do a van conversion instead, we just used the tiny house savings fund to buy and convert the van. Since the van build will be cheaper than the tiny house, we plan to use the rest of the savings for our living expenses while we travel. At a monthly budget of approximately $2,300 per month, we have more than 12 months of travel expenses in savings. This does not include our emergency funds. On top of that, we plan to make some money along the way through occasional contract or gig work and passive income from my blogs. Prepare. Travel considerations. Now that you know how you're going to afford your mini retirement, you need to start planning your travel. Long-term travel will look a little different than a vacation, so make sure you plan accordingly. I'll go through some travel considerations in order of how far before your trip you should plan for each. Healthcare. Depending on where you are traveling, your normal healthcare may or may not cover you. Additionally, if your healthcare is employer-sponsored, you will need to get a new plan once you leave your job. Be sure to call and ask your healthcare provider and find out what is and isn't covered. 
If you need to get additional or new coverage, look into a travel health insurance plan that will cover you where you plan to go and for what activities and risks you may experience. Additionally, you should look up what vaccinations or medicines you may need for the regions you're visiting. You'll usually need to book a few months in advance to get your travel health shots, so be sure to plan ahead. There are some vaccinations that are mandatory to enter certain countries. Language. Don't know the language in your travel destination or just want to brush up? This is totally optional, but many travelers find it useful to learn the basics of the language, such as please, thank you, and where is. If you really want to dive deep and learn the language conversationally, you might want to start preparing a couple of months early. On the other hand, you could use your mini-retirement as an immersive language learning experience. Mail. Figure out how you're going to keep getting your mail, even if you're no longer at your home address. Depending on the length of your trip, you can pause, stop, or forward your mail. You could ask someone, like a trusted friend or family member, to collect and read it if you'll be gone for a short time. If you're gone for longer, you can have it sent to a mail service that will scan and email you your documents, then package and mail the important ones wherever you happen to be. Switch as much paper mail as possible to be paperless, so you can receive statements and invoices online instead. Cell phone and internet. How will you get in contact with people while you travel? If you're going to be in a foreign country, you'll have to get a SIM card that works there. If you're traveling domestically, you might need a wireless hotspot so you can get consistent Wi-Fi or an unlimited cell data plan. Currency. Of course, you'll need money while you travel. One way to save money while you're traveling is to make sure that you have a bank account with no foreign ATM fees and a credit card with no fees for foreign transactions. Additionally, you might want to consider getting cash in the currency of the country or countries you're traveling to. This can be done at the airport or once you're in the country. Itinerary. It's good to have an idea of what you want to do right when you arrive at your destination. However, your itinerary isn't as important as you think it is before you leave. Being flexible is really important because things can and will change. Booking too far ahead will just cause headaches, as Stephanie and Jillian found when their early retirement slow travel around Europe was interrupted by the coronavirus. Listen to their story in episode 18. Resist the urge to pack your schedule to the gills. We are so used to having every minute of our days filled with activities. So during your mini retirement, aim to break out of this way of living. Don't feel bad about just taking time to relax. You can use Google map pins to mark areas of interest, but now that you have more time off, you don't have to cram visits to sightseeing locations into just two or three days. Give yourself time to explore and let your travel flow naturally. Pack. Packing for a long trip sounds more daunting than packing for a vacation. However, it doesn't have to be. If you're traveling long-term, you still only need a week or two of clothes, then you can wash them at a laundromat. You can't carry a few months of items anyway. It's likely that there are some items that will be provided at your lodging and some things that you just might have to purchase along the way. So rather than packing for every possible contingency, set some money aside to buy things on the road. Every traveler I've talked to says that a top travel tip is to pack less than you think you need. You will find out that you don't need as much as you think you do. Even experienced travelers can be susceptible to overpacking, so be sure to use a critical eye on everything you're thinking of putting in your luggage.
Some things to remember to pack include emergency information like embassy info and copies of your passport, and a travel emergency kit that includes medications, bandages, face masks, hand sanitizer, and more. You can download my pre- and post-travel checklists in the episode 17 show notes at 20free.co slash episode 17. Do a test run. Before you leave, do a test run. If you're traveling in a camper, boondock, and also stay in a campground to test out all of your systems. If you're doing international travel, maybe go somewhere closer to home before hopping on that plane. This will help you see what you actually need, and actually don't need, and how you can reduce what you've packed or plan better for your trip. Mentally prepare to be uncomfortable. Going on a mini retirement is different, and change from the norm might leave you feeling a little nervous or uncomfortable. Remember that flexibility is your friend, and that a mini retirement doesn't have to be structured like work. You can allow it to flow more naturally and take things as they come. Case study. Our major travel consideration was building out the camper van that we planned to travel in. This takes care of all of the logistics around accommodation and transportation. Then we planned a loose itinerary around the lower 48 United States, with a goal to visit all of the states and all of the national parks. Before we leave, we'll be doing what's called a shakedown trip, where we camp somewhere near home to test out all of our systems and make sure we're ready to go. We're also planning to pack the bare minimum of supplies and gear and buy what we need along the way. This trip is actually an exercise in minimalism for us, and we've sold a lot of our belongings beforehand to fund our trip and lighten our mental load. Any items we leave behind won't be used for a year, which means we probably don't need them at all. Since we'll be staying stateside, we don't need to worry about learning a language or getting a new currency. Our cell phone plans will also work all over the states, so we're thinking about sticking with what we have and getting free Wi-Fi from cafes and restaurants. We'll upgrade to a wireless hotspot if we need. We're still working through the logistics around healthcare and mail. When it comes to taking an extended time off from work, there's quite a bit of planning involved. This episode is your guide to planning your very own mini-retirement and making the most of your mini-retirement to reflect on your life, your career, and your path to decide if you want to go in a new direction. A mini-retirement is possible for you with the right planning. Make sure you have a strategic plan for getting back to work after your mini-retirement and know that taking time off won't ruin your career. It might actually improve it. Get ready for your mini-retirement by deciding on the purpose of your mini-retirement, doing the proper financial planning, and preparing for travel considerations. Follow along with my van build and mini-retirement trip to the lower 48 United States and national parks on my new website, www.lifepothesis.com, and on Instagram at lifepothesis. That's life, P-O-T-H-E-S-I-S. You can find resources mentioned in today's episode in the show notes at 20free.co slash episode 43. Do you want to finally feel good about your finances and have a stress-free plan to create a life you love? It's time for you to reach your biggest money goals, like paying off debt, building up savings, and using your money to create your ideal life. As a money coach, I will help you gain clarity about what freedom looks like for you develop a strategy to get there, and overcome your money roadblocks on the path to financial and lifestyle freedom. Let's hop on the phone. During our free 15-minute coaching call, we're going to develop a vision for your ideal life and how your finances fit in. 
not only are you going to get massive clarity, you're also going to get a free spending plan spreadsheet just for booking the call. Visit 20free.co slash moneycoaching to get your free money coaching call and budget spreadsheet right now. That's the word 20, F-R-E-E dot C-O slash moneycoaching. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you're subscribed to the Find Your Freedom podcast on whatever app you're using to listen to this episode. Do me a favor and also leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Go to 20free.co slash iTunes to be redirected to the page on Apple Podcasts where you can leave your rating and review. I really appreciate it. If you think this episode would help someone you know, please share it with a friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Find Your Freedom podcast. My name is Becky. You can connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at 20freeco and sign up for free resources and email updates at www.20free.co. That's the word 20, F-R-E-E dot C-O. I'll talk to you next week on another episode of the Find Your Freedom podcast.